Hi, and welcome to Hoopcast, a podcast where we explore the unexpected ways that brands are using social for their business. In this episode, we chat with Amber Nasland. She's a digital marketing influencer and senior director of industry leadership here at Hootsuite. She's a sales and marketing leader with over 20 years of experience and is co-author of the best-selling social business book, The Now Revolution. In this interview, Amber draws on her personal experience to give strategies on how to get the most out of social for your business. She talks brand building, engagement, and some common pitfalls to avoid. So thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the episode. In the studio with us right now is Amber Nasland. So Amber, thank you for joining us here. Hey, thanks for having me. You're an influencer and you've built your brand on social. What's some advice that you could give for someone who is trying to build their brand? So I think having something to say is important and then finding a platform to say it on. So back in the day, I chose blogging and I I like to write. So that's what I did. And I didn't set out to accumulate followers or an audience. I just really wanted to connect and help people who were dealing with the same kinds of problems that I was. Um, So I think that's the most important thing is having a perspective and being willing to get out there and talk about it and engage with people and have conversations because that's it's the most organic and simple thing to say. It's not so easy to do, but it's by far the one thing that drives everything else. So having a clear purpose and message and putting out content that's in line with that. Yeah, and finding the problems or questions people have and looking for answers. Have you found that there are some quick wins on social, like easy things that you can do that give you good return? No. And I think that's the, that's the answer everybody hates is like, are there quick things you can do to be successful? And my answer is always no. It's time and consistency and repetition, I guess, a bit. So having a consistent voice, being willing to create content, invest the time in doing that and doing it well. Um, not trying for shortcuts, you know, like not trying to make something that goes viral or make something that's super overly clever. It really is about time and consistency because um, having credibility in a space is a lot more about the long game than the short one. What you're saying is marketers get stuck focusing on quick wins instead of looking at the long game. Yeah, I think so. And I actually think looking for the quick wins sometimes is what leads people into frustration because they're chasing every new tool or platform or they're trying to emulate something that worked for somebody else and create like an instant success. And there is no such thing. I mean, uh, when I started really, people started noticing what I was doing back in maybe 2004 or five. And when I started to gain a following and an audience online, I'd already been blogging for 10 years. So that overnight success idea took me a decade. Yeah, it doesn't really. It doesn't doesn't work that way. What is your day-to-day like on social? How much time do you spend listening, engaging, curating, creating original content, posting original content? Mm -hmm. Does it fluctuate? Is it different or do you have a bit of a formula? It's actually changed quite a bit over the years. And uh, today, uh, I usually spend probably an hour or so in the morning over coffee. Um, I go through, I use Flipboard a lot and go through topics that are of interest to me so I can look at what content is um, interesting out there. I I use Twitter a lot as a news feed. Um, I have some of my searches set up in Hootsuite to watch for particular topics. 
And I spend an hour of the day just kind of consuming that stuff. And then I spend probably another half an hour sharing stuff, both through um, my own Hootsuite platform. I, I share stuff to Amplify, you know, so we can share it amongst the company. Um, but that's not a ton of my day. And then how much time would you say that you spend throughout the rest of the day engaging on social? I treat social media kind of the same way I do text messages. They're always kind of up in the background. Um, I usually have a tab open with my Facebook stuff or I've got my Hootsuite columns up and my notifications pinging. And um, I, I'm definitely always keeping half an eye on the engagement side of things because I, I know from experience that if you just pump a bunch of stuff out there and then don't ever connect with the people who are communicating with you, um, you lose a lot of momentum that way and you lose a lot of relationships that are really valuable. So I, but I don't schedule time to do it. It's just sort of an ongoing thing, sort of like dealing with email or text or anything else. It's just, I, I, I respond in real time as it happens. Do you have a favorite brand on social or was there like a campaign that you saw recently that you really loved? I have a couple and they're kind of not the ones you would expect. Um, one of the fam- like the consumer brands that most people know is Lowe's. Um, I'm a bit of a like a home renovation junkie and Lowe's does amazing stuff and their their team is really dedicated. They're one of the few who I think will quickly hop on a new tool or platform but do it really well and really thoughtfully. So um, Vine is dead now, but they used to do this like fix in six, like a six second video of little home reno projects. Mm-hmm. And they do like make it in a minute on Facebook and they've adapted some of that to Snapchat. So they're really clever about using the uniqueness of those platforms to really shine. So I'm always impressed by what they do. Um, one of my favorite Facebook pages is actually the police department in Bangor, Maine. They are the most hilarious um They're so human. It's unbelievable. But they talk about like goofy arrests they had to make or things going on in the town. They probably have some good stories. Oh, it's great. And it's so small town feeling. But it's all I mean, they're they have an enormous following because people absolutely love what they do. And it's a perfect example of me to you don't have to be the traditional like consumer brand to make an impact on social like they're doing really. And they picked one platform, Facebook. That's what they do. And that's what they do really, really well. Um, and it's awesome. And there's a couple other ones like Royal Dutch Airlines does some really cool stuff online and they engage with they do a lot of surprise and delight kind of stuff with their customers. Surprise and delight is something that we've actually talked about on this show before. Um, but would you mind just in your own words, like kind of going into that a little bit and what some of the advantages of that strategy are? Yeah, sure. It's really um, a very customer focused idea where you're paying attention to what your consumers are doing and how they're either buying your stuff or engaging with your brand and finding special little moments for people to feel seen and recognized. So whether it's thanking them for their business or showing up when they've had a bad day with a plate of warm cookies or whatever it is to make them feel noticed and special because a lot of customers can feel like one in a sea of numbers and feel like businesses treat them in volume and not individually. So it's really taking those moments to find individuals and make them feel very valued. Mm-hmm. And I think on on platforms th- that are social, mm-hmm. if you give that one surprise and delight to someone, then other people can recognize that and it can come a- come across quite as quite a human interaction. Absolutely. The, the beauty of doing that stuff through social channels is also the audience that comes with it. So if you do something to connect with someone, you're also benefiting by the warm fuzzies that that gives to the rest of the people going, oh, I just observed something really cool. And that in turn, I think, um, opens their minds to what their relationships can be with those with those companies. 
If you were given full control of a brand's social strategy, what's the first thing that you would do? Well, I've actually done some of this kind of work. Like when I was a consultant, they would do that and be like, hand over the keys and and tell us what to do with this. Make it big. Yeah, like make it awesome. <laughs> make it viral. Um, believe it or not, usually the first thing I do is pare it down because I think most people try to do too much. And as a result, their efforts are really diluted. So my first thing is doing a really solid audit of what's happening and what we're focusing on and where we're finding success. And I tend to pare things down to a few essential critical elements that we can repeat, do really well all the time, and that we can actually do at scale. Um, I just I think a lot of brands tend to want to be everywhere and want to be everything to everyone. And that's not a recipe for success on social. So if anything, I'm the one who's going to bring it back a few notches. I think that's really good advice because I, I think a big problem for digital marketers is that, you know, there's so many new platforms coming out. There's always new tools and tactics. And I think people are getting really overwhelmed with the idea of having to be on all these different channels and you can't do them all well. No question. And there's so there's already such a an enormous overwhelm of content and noise and people vying for attention that I think the answer is not to be a sledgehammer, but to look for the scalpel where you can get really precise with the audiences you can reach and the kind of content you can do well and do that. Um, it's much more effective in the long run. From what you've seen and where things are now, do you have any predictions for social over the next couple years? I think artificial intelligence is going to make a massive impact in marketing in the future. It's already starting with like little things like the bots. and um, It's such a powerful set of technologies and capabilities that it's. I would be crazy to think that that's not going to have an impact on the way we do things. Um, and especially just the data that comes out of that. I think marketers have always, we've always struggled with quantifying the value of our efforts and the attribution problem of how do we know that marketing actually drove that sale or acquired that customer. Um, I think as intelligence, artificial or otherwise, gets even deeper, the more data we have, the smarter we get about what we can do. So that's about all the questions we have for you today. Uh, we want to thank you for coming in and speaking with us. It's yeah, it's my great. pleasure. Yeah. It's great to be with you guys. Thanks. So that was Amber Nasland chatting with us about how to make the most of your social investment. If you'd like to learn more, we recently published a guide that features Amber and other social media experts on how to grow your social following. It's in the show notes. As always, thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank <laughs> you.